From Astoria to the Rockaways, it's time for the Queen's New Yorker. And here is the man giving you all the info, your uber snazzy and jazzy host, Mr. Jason D'Antonio! Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jason Kelly. Oh, what a group. Thank you. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh There they are. It's the people who pretty much come out on Tuesday. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, you're too kind, folks. Thank you for joining us here. Oh, it's another great day here in the WJDC studios in beautiful Oviedo, Florida, for another edition of the Queens New Yorker. It is Tuesday, February 25th, 2020. It is episode number 56, and we are happy that you have decided to join us for another great edition. On today's edition, first of all, let me say that I sound very horse um i'm not feeling too good (coughs) i have a sore throat and a cough and this is like day two and i've been nursing this thing for two days now and uh you know i just feel like (laughs) crawling under a rock and going to bed but i realize that i have a show to do and that the show must go on So that's why I am here, and I am doing the show. Thank you for it, folks. Thank you. Yes. Shows you I've got a lot of commitment. Thank you. Yes. Oh, see, they they know it. They know it. (laughs) Ah. Yeah. Thank you, folks. Thank you. You are just. Thank you for your loyal, continued support of the show, and we thank you for that as well. So, I just want to run through the statistics of the show, let you know what's going on, like I always do at the top of every show. Uh, We're going to be continuing our look at five points. Um, in Long Island City. So there was some more additional information I wanted to share with you, and I couldn't do it all in one part. So we're going to finish up part two today and then move on to something on the next edition. All right? But before that, let's go ahead and look at last Saturday's episode. Um, Episode 55 got 29 views. Three comments, four likes, and no dislikes. With the new logo on 54, 22 views, four comments, four likes, and no dislikes. Right now, grand total of our views, and we're getting close to 2,500, so that means it's time for me to go back on camera. Hopefully, I will feel better to do that. I'm waiting for that moment, 
But if it comes quicker, you might see me in a second state. I don't know. <laughs> but the views total for the entire channel, 2,349. And right now, running total of 369 subscribers. Thank you. Yes. You make it possible, folks. Right on. Right on. Spot on, baby. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. More, more. They want more. <laughs> <coughs> um. Ah. Ah. And the show will go on regardless if I'm in a deep sleep or something else of that matter. All right, folks. Also, too, we have a Facebook group page as well that has a lot of my close personal friends. Um, if you'd like to join it, send me a comment. Uh, you can pretty much see what's going on. We have new pictures, new logos, and when you see it in the edits, when you see it on the slideshow presentation, you're going to say to yourself, man, what has he been doing with the logo? Well, the logo's changed, folks. After four years, it's time to change and, and put some different things in there. And I'm liking every bit of it. So with that in mind, let's continue our look at Five Points, Long Island City. We'll pick up where we left off. That was um, um, the paragraph about the uh, demolition plans. This was a sad time for uh, Five Points. And we've got some other pictures here, which we're going to put up on the this edition so on the night of november 19th 2013 the graffiti on the exterior of the five points building was painted white Ooh, providing images that showed the buildings previously graffiti covered walls partially covered in white paint a message posted to Five Points' Twitter account on the morning of november 19th confirmed the reports and despite a lawsuit filed by Five Points proprietors, as well as a rally three days prior to gain petition signatures to protect the building from demolition, the sudden whitewashing indicated that it was already gone. However, on November 20th, a ruling by a federal judge stated that the whitewashing could result in the Walkoff family having to pay damages to Five Points artists. Asbestos abatement work began on the property in February of 2014, the first step in the building demolition process. During this period, a, a group of urban explorers entered to document the building's interior. As of August 2014, Five Points was nearly fully demolished. And by November 2014, most of the building was reduced to rubble, while part of the building's shell still stood. <clears throat> the apartment complex was later revised to include 1,115 units, including 20, 223 affordable apartments, as well as 20 art studios and 40,000 square feet of commercial space. Now, foundations for the two new buildings on the site, one with 41 stories and the other with 48, were completed in late 2015. The towers stood at 5 and 12 stories, respectively. And by January of 2017, and the buildings were topped out at their final height in 2018. Renderings of the new complex's interior show murals representative of the old building's street art, as well as an engraved graffiti logo 
made of steel within the complex's lobby. The buildings are expected to open early this year. News of the building's dem- demolition was generally negatively received by artists, and at least two works of protest have been done upon the building. On February 3rd, 2014, in protest of the building's demolition, artists sprayed art murder in big blue and red letters on the side of the building. On March 10th, that same year, upset artists who had lost a proposal to obtain landmark status for the building staged a protest by draping a large yellow gentrification in progress banner around the building. And according to an article in Complex Magazine in November of 2014, some artists felt that they had been disrespected when the murals were painted over and that they had lost a sense of community with the demolition of the building. Additionally, the destruction of Five Points resulted in a scarcity of cheap and legal mural spaces, according to one artist interviewed. In lieu of Five Points, some mural artists are going to Jersey City and the Bronx instead. Another similar controversy arose when Walkoff decided to use Five Points as the name for the new condominiums being constructed on Five Points' site. He had claimed to own the rights to the building's name because he owned the building. However, an application to trademark the name was rejected in March of 2014 because it was too close to a similar existing trademark. Walkoff has said that the name refers to the building site, not the art and his comment had insulted some of the artists at the site, with two artists saying that it's ironic that the same corporation, which single-handedly destroyed all the artwork known as Five Points, is trying to capitalize on its name, and that the disrespect continues. Now, in April, three years ago, 2017, Artists whose work had been featured at Five Points filed a federal lawsuit against Jerry Wolkoff, stating that the destruction of the building violated the 1999 Visual Arts Rights Act and that they did not receive the notice of the building's demolition 90 days in advance. Now, this came after federal judge Frederick Block of the District Court for the Eastern District of New York ruled that the artists could have a jury trial as opposed to a bench trial where only judges would hear the artists and Walkoff's arguments. The trial, which began in mid-October of 2017, was seen as an important case since it would decide whether graffiti could be characterized as art that could be federally protected. Now, in November of 2017, a jury recommended the block issue a verdict that Walkoff's destruction of the graffiti was illegal, and in February of 2018, Block awarded $6.7 million to 21 of the artists whose works had been destroyed. Walkoff appealed the decision, and in February of 2020, the Second Circuit Court of Appeals upheld Block's 2018 decision. The building has served as a backdrop for movies and TV shows, including the climax of the 2013 film, Now You See Me. Additionally, in 2011, Five Points was the fictionalized site of a major fire in the series finale of the TV show, Rescue Me. The striking graffiti-covered warehouse has been used in music videos as well. Such videos are usually by several hip-hop and R&B stars, including Dougie Fresh, Curtis Blow, 
Grandmaster Kaz, Mob Deep, Razel, DJ JS1, Bootcamp, Click, Joan Jet, and Joss Stone. And there you have it, folks. You can actually look at the archive of Five Points website, the Atlantic on White Painting, photo gallery prior to demolition. There's a lot of references to Five Points. What we can say about this landmark, even though it's not a historic landmark, is that the memories that were there before this building got demolished will forever be in our thoughts because artists who do graffiti, legal graffiti for a living with murals and wall paintings, they all come together to put a message of love on a blank canvas. And that's what 21 artists did. And unfortunately, they got money, but money cannot bring back what somebody had decided that a building that looked decrepit, torn down, decided to put apartment buildings up and had other thoughts for other things. It's another story again of what money can do to people's thoughts, to decisions that think they're best for everybody else, when in fact, it's the community that suffered the most with the artists, and they had their say in court and won. Just goes to show you that justice, once again, was served to those who made a difference. And we thank all those artists who made the contributions they did over the course of the time that the building was still standing from 1892 to 2013. That is a total of 121 years of inspiration and great memories. That's going to do it for us today on the show. Five points, ladies and gentlemen. A landmark that deserves to be a historic landmark. Next time on the program, we'll look at more places of interest inside of Long Island City. Because it's a great place. And one of the things I think we should touch about is let's see. We're, we're looking here in the arts and culture. Okay, we have we talked about the five points. The next time we're going to be talking about the Fisher Landau Center for Arts. Small. Let's see. How about the MoMA PS1? Oh, that's a good one. So, okay. So we've got two places of interest for Long Island City on episode number 57. The Fisher Landau Center for the Arts 
and MoMA PS1. We'll look at those on Thursday's edition, episode number 57 of the Queen's New Yorker, right here on YouTube. I'm Jason DeCanio. Have yourself a great day. Remember, be honest, be real, and keep it simple, stupid. Kiss. And don't lower your standards down to that of a nut monkey, whatever that means. (laughs) Have a great day, folks. We'll see you the next time. Bye-bye. You have been watching The Queen's New Yorker. This is Jason Kelly on a Jason DeCanio Internet presentation. Thank you for your support. Thank you.
Thank you.